Welcome to Cyber Psychos Season 3. Opening scene. A train station near the Corpo Zone. The group has been tasked with rescuing Sakura Sato in Minneapolis. Arasaka has their own train. Before we begin this mission, I wanted to recap the last two seasons from the POV of the characters in terms of pivotal moments. Brock, name a few life-altering events that got Brock here to this train station with young Sapple. Start from the beginning. One of the biggest things that happened to me that uh, it was it was a bit of a turning point because like I like before I met some of these guys, I'd never even fired that gun that I had, and then all of a sudden um, I was put in a situation that I had uh, I, I ended up killing four cops that were trying to uh, apparently murder me at the time. Find out later they were just trying to shove a chip on my neck, but yeah, that, that doesn't change the uh, situation. Then what happened with the apartment? Oh, that thing burnt down. Uh, it seems like everywhere I live lately uh, has burnt down. I should probably send a letter to my parents to like make sure they know to watch out. You know, get a fire extinguisher. I don't know if it's because of me or just... Or your friends lighting smoke bombs in their bathroom? That was a close call, yeah. None of my friends just uh, just scythed did that. So what else with um, Mini Money and Sapple? Before I found out that I was a dad, one of the biggest things I've ever experienced was, like, I used to run the Brock down, which I really need to get back on now that, you know, I'm a little bit safer. But there's the fact that so many Brock down army showed up at the Narasaka compound to help us, you know, get one of our, uh, our crew out there. And we found out that, you know, apparently it was also a front that killed Sly's family. But just seeing all those supporters just rushing in headlong, and then, you know, we partied a lot afterwards. I don't remember a lot of it. But I'm pretty sure I, you know, I turned into a god for a little bit. Did that go to Brock's head? No, no, I think I'm right where I need to be. Four years later, you know, apparently I am a dad. Didn't, not the most ideal situation, but I'm going to try and do, do my best by a little homie. Okay, tell us about your plan to take him with you. I figure anywhere is better than many money's place. Half the time when I would talk to him on the phone, he was uh, he was in the closet or shoved into a box somewhere. I don't know if it was always his idea. He's, he's a little... It's kind of odd. Sometimes he'll just disappear into a suitcase. It's his coping mechanism. All right. Electra. They found Electra as a stowaway on the back of a flatbed truck out in the desert. And then what happened? Then I forced them to become my new family. They had no choice. How's that going for you? Uh... Well, they tried to put me through psychiatric stuff that I didn't like. Another one tried to terrorize me with my cat's bones, which I now realize that maybe, maybe the cat is not real. That I thought this entire time that was real. It was, it was real. It's real dead. Tried to steal my blood many a times. Puff smoke in my face, blown up a couple of things. Overall, you know, gotten drunk. Uh, these are great role models. But Electra's character is, is bonded to Brock because Brock looks like Electra's yes, brother. Looks exactly like her brother. So much that it freaked everybody out. So when I appeared to everybody, they actually searched my phone to make sure I wasn't a psychopath stalker that he had in the past. And all they found was a whole bunch of kitten photos and then my brother and then Brock and how they looked exactly alike. Electra's very loyal. Just wants to be a part of the group. Very much so. And she just triggered a new memory near the end of the last season. Um, her brother may not have been dead. We will find out. All right, thank you. Heretic, let's talk about 
the arc of this character and how much Heretic has grown. Uh, originally, I was pretty sheltered in the cult. Till that day, I was forced to kill someone and was expelled. I didn't really know what to do in Night City. I'd never really seen a place like it. Somehow, I wandered around and got around, helped some people here with medicine, using my skills, until I was hired by Brock, who, at the time, I could tell was very intoxicated. But a job's a job. I met his other friends, and one of his friends became my best friend. His name was Sly. He saved my life once. Then he was killed. Killed by circus. I never really hunted somebody down to kill them. I'd read about it in stories, but never done it myself. I still don't know what to make of the experience. I tracked Circus down and I killed him. I must avenge my best friend's quest to destroy the ones who killed his family. And now I'm working for them. But I've got plans. They may think I'm a simple doctor, but they'll find out that maybe I can do more. Scythe, tell us about a few of the uh, big moments during these last two seasons and how Scythe has developed. Well, a little bit about me is uh, I'm not a bum. I'm a jerk. I once had wealth, power, and the love of a beautiful woman. Now I only have two things. My friends and my uh, thermos. My story, it was never easy for me. I was raised a poor black child. I remember days. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I knew we couldn't get a straight take out of him. It went so long. You motherfucker. It went so long. I really thought you were going to turn it into something with a story. <laughs> you just went right back into the jerk. I remember the days sitting on my porch with the family. Singing, dancing, down in Night City. Uh, weren't you, like, Creole? So see, it makes sense. Scythe is dark skin. So, um, Scythe, talk about how you were elected to King of the Bozos and um, how you see yourself in the world now. I did become the King of the Bozos. I don't know if it was so much through election or a hostile takeover. One of my first actions of the King of the Bozos was to fire one of the leaders. And I did that swiftly and efficiently. Uh, the park started to turn a profit. We are down to just over a dozen deaths caused by the rides a day. I am now the owner of a gorgeous 83-foot yacht called the Seaward. And uh, things are going good. Mother's milk, my bird, is healing up nicely. Things are looking up for old Scythe. Scythe was the hero of the last episode, took out Sergeant Rents. As you walk up to the train, five Arasaka soldiers meet you at the dining car door. Two of the soldiers are female and three are male. And the leader, ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. Hello, my name is Sergeant Riker, but you will call me Chef. Our operation is proceeding as planned and your roles have been beautifully outlined okay precision and discretion are paramount yes before we proceed to the next phase a critical reminder all personal weaponry must be relinquished prior to
to boarding the transport train. This is a non-negotiable protocol for security reasons. Our destination demands the most amazing subtlety, okay? And we cannot risk any unauthorized armaments. Ensure your gear is in compliance and deposited in the designated security lockers. We leave nothing to chance, okay? And adherence to protocol is essential. Your cooperation is not just expected, it's mandatory. Once aboard, review your dossier, okay? Commit it to memory. This mission is a testament to the prowess and discipline of Arasaka. I expect each of you to uphold our standards. Dismissed. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Does this mean I have to get rid of my shiny? Yes, uh, it seems like we're all losing our weapons. Does that include knives? Let's talk about that. There are cybernetic enhancements, which a bunch of you have. Scythe has grenades in their chest. Did you go to the grenade store before you came to the train station? Yes, uh, in between season two and three, we uh, all re-upped on ammo. We're all very well stocked. I'll let that play. Should I make Scythe roll a conceal reveal check? Sounds about right. This guy was pretty serious. Because they'll be mad if they know you have a grenade launcher. Electra has vampire fangs implanted and electric taser hands implanted. You can't really take those out. So Brock and Banthar have cyber hands. Do you have any modifications? I have a cybernetic arm. You have a cyber arm and Robin has cyber feet, which don't come off. So those can be in a melee situation weapons. They wanted to keep you pink and naked for the journey to Minneapolis. This train has 11 cars. It's a seamless and aerodynamic form. Got the locomotive, the hacker's den, the workshop, the sleeper car, the passenger car, the observation deck, the strategy room, the dining car, the bar car, the armory, and the last car is the Arasaka sleeper car. While we go ahead and roll that? Roll it. We got a 14. Barely passing. This season, we are changing luck to the original cyberpunk rules, which is you wager your luck before your roll. So if you really want to do something, you say how much luck you want to put on it, and then you roll. Last two seasons, you were fairly invincible and your luck got restarted every time we did a session so you were never out of luck which is a little bit unfair because now you're super powerful and rich all aboard next stop minneapolis oi michael jackson uh, keep your head on a swivel oh yes chef the train begins to move and you begin to put your things in your sleeping quarters. Young Sapple is with you. Brock, can you explain why there's a child with us? I do have to advise against bringing a child into what may be an active war zone. We are rolling with a gang. Not just a gang, a corporation. I don't think Minneapolis is going to be all that dangerous. It's in America. They, I hear their Surgeon General is even more barbaric than mine. Do we get our own Sueno cars with a lock on the door? Because I don't want nobody trying to take my blood. I already have your blood. Oh, 
What's the Wi-Fi on this thing? Electra needs a lock on her door. The sleeper car provides comfortable sleeping quarters for 10 passengers. Each compartment is equipped with adjustable environments, allowing passengers to customize lighting, sound cancellation, and temperature to ensure a restful journey. Electra, you'll have your own room. Hey, Scythe. What's up, bud? Can the twain take us to the moon? Uh, no, and that's a stupid question. Oh. <laughs> Should I yes and that more? <laughs> He's just got a big imagination. Leave him alone. He's got my agent. He'll be fine. I got some games on there. Sapple, don't dial any of those numbers. Poor young Sapple. I'll take care of him. I'm a good role model. Don't, don't pay no whiskers on him, okay? He's not a cat. Why would I do that when I have Bandit right here? And then she jingles the bag. You guys hear crackling bones in the bag. Are we allowed to smoke on the train? It's 2044. They've reversed all the smoking laws. Of course you can smoke on the train. I can't sweep without a cigarette. That, again, as someone who has medical training, that's not a good idea to give to a child. Hey, Block, who is that? What's your name? I'm called Heretic. I'm a doctor. And you shouldn't smoke. It's bad for you. It'll stunt your growth. I'm this big. Yes, but you could be bigger. You're going to grow taller as you get older. I could be bigger? Yes, if you didn't smoke. You know it's bad. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Thank you, Robin, for backing me up on this. Everyone has a copy of the dossier, which is the mission report. As you're looking at it, the scream sheets pop up on your agents. Chris, would you be a lamb and read the scream sheet? Headline, Police Hero Sergeant Rents Killed 12 Dead. In Night City yesterday, a shocking turn of events that has rocked the local community. Sergeant Martin Rents, a long-serving member of the NCPD, was killed in a violent confrontation after he reportedly set up a sniper's nest and began firing on members of the notorious Bozo Street Gang. The incident, which took place yesterday in the troubled neighborhood of McGillicutty and Worst, sources close to the investigation revealed that Sergeant Rents, showing his bravery, attempted to assist riot police after a bozo set off a large explosion. Rents' target was allegedly the gang's suspected leader, Brock Stockton, a figure well known to law enforcement and rumored to have extensive ties to the bozos. Stockton is also wanted in connection to the bombing at the Neely Garman rally last month. NCPD was responding to the reports of insane clowns creating traffic jam in the middle of Night City. The standoff turned fatal when a giant clown, going simply by the name of Bella, used an improvised explosive device, killing nine police officers and wounding dozens more. Rents, using a high-powered sniper rifle, engaged in a shootout with gang members. He was killed in the exchange by a sophisticated drone. If you have any information leading to the arrest of this street gang... And a video of the cyber psychos doing chaos plays across the screen. Please contact authorities. Don't engage them. They are armed and dangerous. The police department will be holding a memorial for their fallen heroes next week. So as you look at the dossier, it's a mission report called Operation Rail Diversion. The objective, the primary goal of this operation is a safe extraction of Sakura Sato, held by the Viper Syndicate. The mission will be executed by two teams, Team Alpha, responsible for a diversion involving the rail lines controlled by the Syndicate, and Team Bravo, tasked with the hostage rescue. Team Alpha is the distraction team, and Team Bravo is the rescue team. Phase 1, Reconnaissance, 
gather detailed intel on the Viper Syndicate's rail operations, including schedules, security measures, and key control points. Phase two, rail distraction strategy. Team Alpha will execute a calculated disruption of the rail lines at a point distant from the hostage location, ensuring minimal risk to civilians. Use controlled, non-lethal explosive devices to temporarily disable a section of the rail track, drawing syndicate forces toward the site for investigation and repair. Simultaneously deploy a series of false alarms and electronic disruptions along other parts of the rail network to create confusion and spread syndicate resources thin. Phase three, hostage extraction. Utilize the distraction. Team Bravo will infiltrate the syndicate's holding area. Bravo will use silent takedowns to neutralize any remaining guards and secure the hostage. The team will then extract the hostage via the tunnels under the mill ruins and meet back at the train station by the old Viking Stadium. The city still controls this station. Contingency plan. If the rail diversion is insufficient, Team Alpha has secondary targets along the rail network to escalate the distraction. In the event of extraction failure, Team Bravo will switch to alternate routes and methods. End of report. Hey, Block, why is the train so long? Uh, I don't know, homie. I guess they just need extra cars for stuff. Can we go exploring? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are you looking to get into? I heard there's a bar car. Let's go see it. So do you want to look around the train? I'm going to roll perception, and I want to know, does anybody look strange on the train? And I rolled a 19. Right now, there's only the five Arasaka soldiers. They plan to stop and pick up five more. This is basically an Arasaka train. There's no, like, civilians on this train. It's just us and this crew of people. Correct. It's a private train owned by Arasaka, so they can do their thing, and they have all their shit with them. By the way, Brock, before you go, um, how are you doing, man? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like, like, how are you doing? Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm maintaining. Yeah? You look sweaty. It's, it's, it's hot. It's not hot at all. It's it's actually frigid outside. We're we're going to like fucking Muncie, Indiana, or some shit. It's snowing out. Did you pack enough supplies to make it through the mission at hand? No. So Banthar had a few bricks of the synth coke, and he left it on the yacht with the Doberman five thousand. Brock assumes that all the other uh, coke is no, gone. No, Brock does not know. I had Quattro Pilotes is watching the coke. See, Quattro Pilotes is guarding it. But you, you don't know that. He's in sentry mode. So you're negative two on everything you do. Yeah, until I get over, you know, whatever this addiction is, however long that takes. That's basically uh, requires rehab and DM discretion. You look over and young Sapple has made a fort out of ammo boxes. Hey, what you doing in there, homie? I made a fort. Cool, cool. What you got in there? Magic stuff. Hey, Bok. Are there any animals driving this train? I don't know. I don't know who's driving the train. Do they still have conductors? So the Arasaka soldiers are kind of milling around, and you're looking around the train. Uh, do I observe any of them having like a medical, like a, an insignia that seems like they're the medical uh, team member, like their medic? Yes, Silva is their medic. I walk up to Silva. Hello, I I see you're a fellow practitioner of medicine. Yes, I am. Oh, how long have you been in the craft? Since I was a boy. Wow, so have I. That's quite incredible. It is incredible. You guys ever have any jobs out in the desert? Uh, 
around near some Chutu facilities or something? Yes. As a matter of fact, we're stopping at the town outside of Vegas next. You've been there? Yes. I work there. Your whole team? Yes. Oh, this is very good. Very good. Would you like to do karate in the garage? Kind of, but I don't think they have one of those. But, um... Would would you like to see my blood sample kit? Blood sample kit? Are you from the, the Order? The Medicus? Yes. Yes! <laughs> you know Brother Mark? I do. My name's Silva. Silva, it's, it's so good to meet you. I... I haven't seen anybody. Oh, the pleasure's all on this side. I, I haven't seen anybody from the Order in years. I didn't think they let us let us uh, go out this far. On three, what's your favorite medical instrument to do surgery with? One, two, two three, three. Speculum. Speculum. Did we just become best friends? I do believe so. I haven't seen anybody from the Order in ages. Uh, what are you doing here working for Arasaka? They pay really well. I I can't believe they let you out the order. How did you, how did you get out? Just I just walked through the desert. Wow, I didn't know you could just do that. How did how did you get out? I was expelled. Oof. Yes. I and I open up my shirt jacket to reveal the H. I was branded a heretic. Oh. A heretic. You you've heard of me? Anyone expelled from the order gets the H. I don't think I can talk to you anymore. Any closer? No, wait. You'd like a hug or something, or you want to go do some coke? I, Shot! You shouldn't do coke, but shots do sound all right. I'd like to, I'd like to go do some tequila. Anyone, would you like uh, a tetanus or a rabies or possibly... You got any hep B? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, shots for hep B. Shots, shot, 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 shot. I need a flu shot. Hey, Banthal. See, si, little amigo. How does the twain stay on the twax? Well, it's very interesting. It has some wheels that had little grooves in them, and it keeps it on the track. Oh. It's very cool. I can I can lower you down between the cars to let you see it one time if you want. I'll hold your feet and you can look. Okay. Okay, let's go. We're just going to accidentally murder this kid, aren't we? Hey, little homie, I'm going to go get some smash. You're going to be all right with, uh, with Banthar? Yeah. Come on, little guy. Let's go. Riker, a.k.a. Chef, is uh, walking beside Sapple, and Sapple asks him, Hey, Chef. Yes, little prince. Do Twains ever stop to pet dogs? Or say hello to cats? Your imagination is wonderful. I want you to stay alert. And stay alive. If you see a problem, flag it. Immediately. Okay? Don't let it simmer. And explode. Like a forgotten saucepan. He's so nice to kids. If it's just us on this train, why'd we have to stash our guns? Arasaka doesn't want us having guns. They have hired you, but they don't fully trust you. You're hired to be visible while they're being invisible and doing a covert operation. So if anybody gets seen, it will be you is kind of the point. You're fully expendable. Me and Sapple are going to open the door between the two of the carts. Come on, little Sapple. Let's get this door open. Wow, Bantha. Lower me down. It's okay now, amigo. You, little amigo, you just hang on to me. And then I am going to grab your ankles. I swear to God, if you kill my son. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay, little amigo. I am going to grab your ankles. Put me down so I can see, Banthal. Okay, I'm going to lower you down. Be careful. Watch out for that big connector. Don't pull that big cable. Roll an athletics check. If you drop this kid, 
Yeah, this kid is going to turn to paste. Okay, I, so if I want to put some luck with it, I need to say it before I roll, correct? You should put all your luck on this, because I'm not killing a kid today. All seven lucks. All the way to the athletics. Now I'm going to roll. You need a 14 or better. Oh, I got an 18. With one hand, you lower Sapple down to view the wheels on the tracks. Wheels on the tracks go wound down, wound, wound down, wound. Easy there, little amigo. Don't swing too much. And I lower him down, and he's looking at the wheels. Okay, and then I carefully lift the little sapo back up, and I write him, and he stands. Thanks, Bantal. Oh, you're welcome, little amigo. Now I understand. Next time, we will go to the top, to the observation deck. So the observation deck is not actually a deck. It's just like an all-glass car, and you can see over the top like a like a sunroof, and it's all windows. Oh, I was calling the observation deck the top of the train. Because in my town in Argentina, when there was a really crowded train, we would go up to the top and ride because we didn't have room. And it has open windows and open doors on it, all the sides and just long benches in between. It don't You can't walk down an aisle. There's no aisle. It's just like a long benches. And these handles on the outside of the train where people could hang on to the outside when it got too crowded inside. Actually, Billy Billy used to ride on that car. He used to ride in the front of the car with the conductor because he, he had the two dicks. He got the special permission. Hey, Banthal, can we go to the bar car? See. So, Sapple and Banthar go to the bar car. Can I press all the buttons? You can press the buttons. What buttons do you want to press? This one. It says tequila. Oh, gee. Oh, Wait, let me get my mouth under the, under the nozzle, and then you can press the button, okay? She'll press it now. Oh, hell yeah. I'm up next. I put my mouth under the nozzle at the Fossey Freeze. Okay, maybe the Frosty Freeze, but not the bar car, okay? Why? Because this is the adult beverage. You can't have it yet. I've had tequila before. Only when it's sleepy time. There's no sleepy time yet, young one. Panther, can you sweep this car and see if there's any listening devices? Do you want me to sweep it with a broom or with my cyber eye? Preferably the cyber eye. I don't know how effective a broom would be. One of us actually has a bug tracker. It's me. I have the bug tracker. Could you please use your bug tracker to see if there's any listening devices? Yeah, sure, man. No problem. Oh, you're the best. The bar car is equipped with an automated bar. It can make any beverage. It's a futuristic vending machine, but with alcohol. Complete with a lounge. Ooh. I'm going to fucking smoke it anyway, so. 21. There are no bugs on the train. There are no bugs on the train. Scythe, is there any way we could find a way to access their armory at some point? Maybe not now, but further down the line. Uh, I don't know. Let me look around and see if there's a node. Yes, there's a node in the hacker car. I go up to the, uh, the automatic bartender and I say, um, I'll take six shots. You guys want anything? I hammer six shots and I say, Heretic, let's go to the hacker car, bud. All right. Let's make sure we're not noticed. And I'm fucking ping, ping-ponging down the fucking aisle. <laughs> I'm trying to hold your shoulders straight. I am fine. I don't feel you're fine. I think you've reached your limit. Your body only can take so much. Hello? 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 Whoa. Whoa. Boy, boy girl. Boy, girl. Listen up, Donkeys. Hey, y'all get a load of Marie Callender over here. <laughs> this isn't a game. 
It's a serious rescue mission. Stay focused. This mission requires your full attention. Once we arrive in Minneapolis, okay? You need to stay sharp out there. I want precision, okay? One wrong move, and it's our lives on the line. How many How many more days till Minneapolis? Two. See? Okay. Oh, we got so we can party tonight, and then we'll take it easy the rest of the time. I've never been in a train. I'm surprised we still have them. Scythe, you've been in a train before. Well, <laughs> I was somehow the conductor and the caboose. No, because remember, we saw the Eiffel Tower. I'm very confused. This is all very confusing. Oh, I'll draw it for you. Hold on. And I whip out my agent, and I open up uh, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> I draw a very crude but very graphic depiction of what we're talking about. And look, look. I don't want to look anymore. That person's having a lot of fun. That person's having a lot of fun. This is a whole lot of no. And the dude sitting in the chair, you think he's not having fun. He's having fun. There's a dude in the chair? I thought that was like security or something. He's just there to watch. What do you mean just there to watch? It's the cuck chair. It's in every hotel room. What do you use that for? Cuck chair? Yes, little Sapple. Sapple, get out of here. Earmuffs, Sapple, earmuffs. This is how you were made, little Sapple. This is his origin story. Mantar reaches down and holds his little ears. Brock, this is a terrible idea. I'm glad I've met someone who cares about children as much as you, Robin. <laughs> I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Make it a better place. Yeah. Heal the world. Exactly. As the train speeds through the Nevada desert, a sudden and unexpected problem arises, challenging both Arasaka soldiers and our characters. The crisis? A cybernetic system sabotage. As night falls, the train's advanced systems suddenly begin to malfunction. The lights flicker, holographic displays glitch, and the smooth hum of the engine turns into a sporadic stutter. Wi-Fi is acting weird. The train's AI announces an emergency. The train's central cybernetic system has been sabotaged, causing a cascade of failures in the critical subsystems. They realize that the uh, sabotage is internal, a cleverly disguised virus planted in the train system before departure. I can figure this out. Scythe notices a loss of speed control. Guys, I think the train's velocity regulation system is compromised. Are you telling me that there's not just some dude up there, like, working levers? This is an automated train. <laughs> so it's animatronics from an old Chuck E. Cheese that's operating the train. The temperature begins to fluctuate. The temperature controls are unstable now, threatening the well-being of everyone on board. Areas of the train start to experience extreme temperature changes, risking hypothermia or heat exhaustion. Scythe, roll a 1d10 to see which car gets up to 120 degrees, and Brock, roll a 1d10 to see which car drops to 40 degrees. It's car number seven. Car number seven is the strategy room, and it's hot as fuck in there now. What'd you get, Brock? Two is the hacker's den. 40's not bad, but it's not comfortable. Fahrenheit or uh, Celsius? Fahrenheit. All right, so I'm interface level five. With three net actions per turn, rolling a d10. <sighs> I got a negative two. The security system shuts down the train security pro protocols, including 
automated defensive and surveillance systems are now offline. This vulnerability could allow external threats such as rival corporations or gangs. They could attack the train. As the groups work together, they uncover a deeper conspiracy. The sabotage may have been attempted by the Militech Corporation to undermine Arasaka. Luna, the Arasaka sniper, is in the hacker car and chimes in. The sabotage may be an attempt by the Militech Corporation to undermine Arasaka and use the train and its passengers as pawns in a larger corporate war. Scythe failed the uh, cyber check. Interface fail. And the train comes to a screeching halt. You are not quite at the stop for the town outside of Vegas. And you look out the window. What the fuck is that? And you see a motorized wheelchair with a skeleton in it. Hey, Block. Holy shit. Is that a skeleton in a wheelchair? That's A.A. Ron. We never did go back and get him. Huh. Look at that. The wheelchair just kept going. You know when you're stuck in the desert and you look over and there's a skeleton and you're like, oh, fuck. That face <laughs> win. <laughs> All right, that does it for episode one in season three. Let's give some shout outs. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, how good the F1 Vegas event's going right now. I would like to give a shout out to all of my friends in Greenville, South Carolina. I'd like to give a shout out to Escape Victor. Thank you for following our Instagram page. Thank you, Senor Victor. I'd like to give a shout out to all the Patreon fans who've been really coming through for us. Your support really means the world to us, so please keep following us and donating. Muchas gracias, Patreons. We love you. I'd like to give a shout out to Daniel Stanberg and Joe Wade. They were commenting on the Patreon. They're like, oh, the Cyber Psychos in Arasaka. It's Cyber Saka. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Brock, give a shout out. I'd like to give a shout out to Scarab in Columbia, South Carolina. The Cyber Psychos will be officially visiting this January. We'll be up in the Scarab. Woo! Yeah, come see us at Scarab. And that does it for episode one, Cyber Psychos. Adios, amigos. We don't care if you're kind.